At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Number two of Easton Final Countdown, Stormy on Assignment. So Jonathan Von Tobel here again this week with us as we run through the NFL week one. Want to kick things off with a pro tip here because this is something that kind of leads us back into our top story of NFL kicking off last night with the game kicking off last night is, you know, don't come off your prior thoughts on a player or a team after one bad performance, specifically a bad performance kind of in week one here as we head into week one of the NFL. It's overreaction season. We talk mm-hmm. about this all the time, John. And and look, last night, because the Rams got, you know, basically destroyed, does not mean the Rams are a bad team. And because the Bills did the destroying, does not necessarily mean that the Bills are exponentially better well, than every team in the NFL, right? If you listen to the talking heads, it means they're going undefeated. Yes. And, and yeah, everything's done, and Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. No, I, I yes, I agree. And like, we'll give you a really good example, mm. right? So last season, and this can extend past week one, last season the Carolina Panthers were 3-0 and after three games. Mm-hmm. And if you actually looked at their statistical <laughs> profile and everything, that team stunk. Yes. And you could kind of see it coming if you were really paying attention, and it fell apart after that. So if you came into the year last year thinking the Carolina Panthers stink, but then they're 3-0, and you're like, man, I'm screwed. Stick to your guns a little bit. You can see, especially if there's data out there that points in your direction still, and you're eventually, if, you know, if your process is sound, your priors will come to fruition. Absolutely. And listen, if you believe that this Rams team is good and you believe that this Rams team was good coming into the season – they're probably going to be they're probably going to be good. I mean, it's like don't sit there and go, "Oh my god, Bills just go out there win by three touchdowns. The Rams, I'm so wrong. I can't believe this." Like, no, man, the Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. 
they are the short shot to win the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, it does not mean that the Rams are garbage or trash and, or anything like that. And real quick, Joe Nobum's mm. not going to face Von Miller every single week. Yeah. Like, that's the other part about it, too. The right. offensive line's going to be a little bit of an issue, but that's one of those problems that probably makes the difference in a playoff game as you move forward into the season as opposed to every single week Joe Nobum's going to get his rear end kicked. And and we're also going to monitor, as we were talking about a little bit earlier as well, like when you were saying you're, you have some priors that you think of when it comes to some of the college football teams that you previewed and whatnot. Look, maybe we get to week six and we say, like, oh, actually, this Rams team isn't any good. Well, then we'll change our perception on them and yep. we'll we'll change what we think about those guys. But, again, super, super small sample size here going up against one of the best teams in the NFL. All right, so let's continue on here. This is a play that I have in my account, and I have apparently – a better number than is available currently. This is the Eagles on the road at the Detroit Lions. I was able to find a three and a half in favor of the Eagles. This thing has now moved to four and a half across the board. So good on He's me. Climbing. 48 and a half is your total. The Detroit Lions, and the reason I made this bet, I wasn't planning on making this bet. John, I'm sitting there doing the research last night, reading through these Thursday injury reports. And it looked as if the Lions are going to be without three starting offensive linemen, which was one of the strengths. One of the reasons we liked the Lions heading into this season was, hey, look, you know what? Jared Goff, when he's not pressured and he actually has a clean pocket, has been above league average. He's actually inside kind of like those top 12-ish quarterbacks when throwing from a clean pocket. The reason he's never rated as high as one of the top 12 quarterbacks in the league is because when he is under duress and he is under pressure, he's one of the worst quarterbacks we've ever seen, which is why Jared Goff always falls down when it comes to these grades and rankings. Well, if he's going to be without three starting offensive linemen, we know for sure one's not going to play because one's already been put on, on, on IR. So yep. we know that's for sure. And it looks like Ragnow's not going to play. And, and, and so now that just shifted my thought here. I'm like, listen, this Eagles defense and this, certainly this Eagles front can can get to Jared Goff and if he's going to be under duress and we get bad golf here and we get golf that deer in the headlights golf then I am all over this Eagles team and and it seems like maybe the public kind of caught up with that as well and maybe even some of the pros out there because this thing now moved to four and a half yeah I, I would agree with all the sentiment there for me that would give you the the edge and why the market has gone in that direction I will say this this is a matchup of two teams that I don't really have a strong read on coming mm-hmm. into the year. And actually, I would if you were forced me to sort them into categories, it would actually be a matchup of two teams I think I might be looking to play against as the year begins as mm-hmm. opposed to playing on them because they are both two teams that I think that from a, a narrative standpoint, from an offseason standpoint, we have spent all offseason talking positively about these teams, and for good reason for the sure. most part, but it might have watered down some of the perception of them. So I, I do wonder if that's the case. But I would say everything that you talked about is going to be a problem because – the Jared Goff is not a guy who's going to extend plays with his legs. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be a guy who can deal with pressure. And if that is going to be a problem, then that is going to be something that holds this Lions team, which ultimately looks a little bit better on paper, very much back against still a very good roster against Philadelphia. So actually looking here, looking at the official injury report. So they went ahead and full on ruled out Kramer. So he yep, is, he, out. he is out. And then Frank Ragnall's listed his question, but he DNP Thursday and Friday. So that's typically not very good guys, not practicing two days in a row leading into the, especially week one, where it's like, yeah. you haven't even played a game yet to like <laughs> get injured. You know, that's kind of the, when you, every single week, the practice status pretty much tells you what's going to happen with these mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. But leading into week one, where you've had, especially coming <laughs> off of when you have the last week off, yeah, yeah. like, it's it's a nightmare when you when you talk about availability. So that's going to be a problem. Yeah, three of those guys, three of those guys not being there. And again, with Jared Goff, we're talking about a guy that if you if you like these advanced stats like we do, and, and you know, Pro Football Focus has him in a clean pocket, 
rated as kind of like a 68 and a half, which yep. is look like not great. It's, it's not great, but it's not terrible. But it falls off a cliff under pressure. It falls to a 48.2 yep. whenever we're talking about under pressure here. And again, like three offensive line, three starting offensive line which One of the reasons why all the hype around this Lions team coming in, we're like, hey, you can actually point to a unit on this team and say, this is a real strength for this team. Like this offensive line is going to be good. They're going to be able to protect. They might be able to run the ball a little bit. That's not at least not going to be the case here in week one as three of them look like they're not going to be out there. And so give me a defensive front with this with this Eagles squad here. And again, look, I did get a better number than available. Now, I think this could get pretty, pretty nasty. I mean, like I'm not advocating running out and betting the four and a half necessarily, but certainly if I was playing this, there would be no way you're getting me to come in on the Lions given the situation. I'd be curious to see where this number ends up because yeah. I don't think it's heading back toward Detroit. So you wonder how high it gets. And now we're in the range of like that four and a half, five and a half. Don't really mean anything. Um, but you'd be surprised by some of the line moves by the time you get to, especially week one. So we'll yeah, see yes, that, yeah. I mean, that's I mean? true. That's true. I mean, like we just assume, we just assume some of these line moves have, have been coming through because the rest of country found out about some stuff, but they probably haven't. Like there's probably oh. like a lot of people who tomorrow night are going to go, well, NFL starts tomorrow. Let me open the app and like, yep. you know, do, do whatever. So well, they, well, one of the favorite, it's a great phenomenon. And it kind of speaks to this. During the winter months, one of the great phenomenons you'll see in a sports book is when they flash a winter game, right? So when the camera pans out to like a Pittsburgh and there's snow on the field and the amount of people like start to walk up to the counter because they want to bet under, like that hasn't been factored in yet already. And you'll see the same thing. People look and go, Oh, there's a couple of offensive linemen out. Let's start betting this thing. Yep. <laughs> You're like, had no idea that that line was yep. a complete, uh, you know, a whole point different the, the day before. But again, yeah, I mean, look, you know, Sweat, Cox, Hargrave, all these guys there on the defensive line for for the Eagles, I think could possibly really cause some havoc there for Jared Goff and this Lions team. So again, I am I am on that. That's a play in the account for me is the uh, Eagles at three and a half. So really do like that one a ton. This is a game that has it, it it moved through, blasted through the three because a one of the respected groups out there put yeah. out a release, and it, this was sitting Dolphins as two and a half point favorites over the New England Patriots. Well, group comes out, says we're taking the Dolphins. They took the Dolphins. It just blasted right through the three, all the way to three and a half, because everybody came in and started betting on that. So now across the board, three and a half in favor of the Dolphins. Forty five and a half, forty six. There is a forty six and a half actually out there as well as far as the total goes in this one. John, I am fairly down on the Patriots. I don't really know what to make of the Dolphins, but I'm fairly down on the Patriots. When you look, not a ton of playmakers. You hear about all this stuff coming out, like who's going to even be calling plays? Like they can't figure out what's working. Mac Jones looks looks kind of out of sorts there with this team in uh, the, the whole training camp process. So I, while I don't have a play on this at all, I I do look at this game and say, this is a very telling game for me. Like, this is going to yeah. be one of those games where I'm going to, it's going to be on one of my screens. It's going to make a screen because I need to see what these two teams are made out of. I completely agree, yeah. and I agree with the line move here, too. The Patriots are one of the win totals I have. I bet I'm under, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm really down on them, too. If you look at them from a cornerback standpoint, the cornerback room is a little bit of a mess. Um, J- J.C. Jackson leaves. Malcolm Butler, yep. who they brought in, is not going to play. Um, you, Kyle Van Noy's gone, so that's their third leader in terms of pressures from a season ago who's not on this roster anymore. Uh, and then on the flip side, you already get reports. I saw a report this morning. It was like, headline, Belichick willing to scrap offensive system if it doesn't work <laughs> out early. And it's like, they, from that standpoint, 
you're already, I think, up against it because you don't have dynamic playmakers. Mm-hmm. Really, there's no explosive athletes on this Patriots offense, and now you're trying to break in this new scheme with new play callers who haven't called offensive plays before. I just think all of this put together, when you're talking about this floating under that field goal range, I would agree. Especially when you look at the roster, it's better for Miami. The wide receivers against that cornerback room, the advantage goes to Miami. I don't know what Tua is yet either. To your point. But I think for, if you're supporting one side or the other and what the market's doing here, I would completely agree with it being Dolphins or pass. And on top of the fact that the Patriots early on in the year, if they go to Miami, you like trends. Yeah. They have not played very well yes. there. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, and I mean, if you look here from the Miami standpoint, one of the big arguments for Tua for a long time, if you're pro Tua, was, hey, he had these receivers that couldn't get any sort of separation, and he was thrown into the tightest windows of yep. any quarterback in the NFL, which is which is a fact. That is not opinion. That is a fact. They actually have the stuff for next-gen stats. So now you get a guy like Tyreek Hill in there, which you would think then opens up opportunity for the other guys as well because you have to pay attention to a guy like Tyreek Hill. So I do believe this is kind of a – not this game in particular, but you know, early on here in the season, this is kind of a prove it scenario here for Tua because the excuses really at this point are are gone. Oh yeah, they've done everything possible for you. So like now it's like make it or break it. The offensive line improvements, everything you mentioned. So I agree, and that's why. So Miami to me and Philly really echo like they really mirror one another in mm-hmm. that they have two questions at quarterback, and the front offices have done a tremendous job of putting everything in front of them and going, we have loaded up everything around you. Now it is your turn to show us whether or not you are the investment we expect you to be. Yeah. If you tune in and, you know, of course, the Tyreek Hill thing was the, the thing that dominated the news. But they bring in Teron Armstead. They bring in just a kind of underrated weapon in Cedric Wilson to kind of be like that fourth option in the pass game. Connor Williams at center. Chase Edmonds. They also bring in Melvin Ingram on the defensive side of the ball. Raheem, Raheem Mostert. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like there is they have basically loaded this up to where they say, hey, guess what? If you fail, then we know you're not any good. So we are going to find out what Tua is made of for sure as we continue to move on here. We're going to keep running through the NFL. We'll talk some college football as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Compete for cash, a grand prize trip to Vegas with the Modelo Fight to the Top Series. Enter nine free-to-play fantasy football contests and rise to the top of the leaderboard to claim your share of $5,000 in weekly prizes and a grand prize trip to Vegas. Head to DraftKings.com slash NFL. Modelo NFL, all one word there, to get in on the action. Modelo, the official beer of fans with a fighting spirit, 21 or over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly. That's what we do here on this program. You know, I've always wondered sometimes. Like, Although the VEASAN Plus Plus subscription would have gotten, like, a different idea of that yeah. in the break right there. We're like, as always, drink responsibly. Anyway, there are 77-cent beers. Like, no, yeah. Tell yeah. you what, 77-cent beers. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, there's lots of deals around here. Um, you know, advertising, I've always wondered, like, does advertising really work? I, I'm i going to go buy Modelo. See, I know. You're yep. kind of like, oh, I hadn't had me on Modelo. Yep. I haven't had one for a little bit. Like, like, mm, also, know. can I also point out that uh, New Mexico, you can't see this debut. This is the helmets they're going to wear. So 17-point underdogs are winning outright tonight. I'm just yes, going to say that. All oh, these helmets are fire. They, step. That is, Brett McMurphy, go look it up up close. They're absolutely fantastic. That is, that is absolute. F- you know what? I might just tail you <laughs> on this bet now based off the helmet and the helmet alone. Uh, we do have some action that's going on right now. As we mentioned, we're trying to get at least one finalist on the men's side while we're still on air. We might actually get there because Casper Root has taken a two sets to none lead here in the semifinal match against Kachanoff. So we'll see if that continues to uh, to progress here where Root might go ahead and sign uh, punch that ticket by the time mm-hmm. we get off of the show. Uh, again, uh, Francis Tiafo, if you want to root for the American does play do, after this match. Do tickets over. get punched anymore? Like, at what point does part of, like, the idiom just become, he's going to scan that ticket? He's going to scan your app. Yeah. Yes, he's going <laughs> to scan the tr- your digital transfer. He's going to scan the digital transfer on that one. Uh, all right, so let's continue. we got a, we got a lot of games to talk, and, and listen, I'm very interested in your opinion on a lot of these because here's the, here's the other thing about week one, and I think that this is a, not a pro tip, but it's just a tip in general. We've had way too long to talk about all these games, uh, and yeah. we've had an incredible amount of time to dissect and try to find either things that we love or hate about certain little things to the point where after you talk about it for a month and a half, you've gotten this opinion that no matter what, it's hard to change in whatever because you're, like, you're like, I'm dug in, all right? Like, this is what I think about this team, and this is how it's going to be. And so that is like kind of starting to manifest a little bit here, which is me in this game right here, John, which is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the, and the Washington Commanders where – Commanders are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this thing. 
I hate Carson Wentz so much. I cannot. I, like, I do not like him as a quarterback in the NFL. Which cost then me, cost me quite a nice position in the Super Contest uh, six week contest yeah, last year. To see, say that and way, like, yeah. and this is one of those things where like I have I can't back the Commanders because I have I've taken this position that I think Carson Wentz is total garbage. And with that, I kind of look at this Jag side. And I took the two and a half and brought it up to eight and a half. And I put it in uh, some teaser legs with a couple of other these uh, of these others that we've talked about over the course of the show. And I don't really have a ton here other than I just don't like Carson Wentz and really the way that this team is kind of constructed. And I don't think that they're built to really blow anybody out. And Uh, so if you're going to give me eight and a half points, even if it is with the Jags with an unproven Trevor Lawrence, I'm okay with that. Yeah, You are preaching to the choir here. And on top of that, we always, we get wrapped up in all these games, right? And every single time we talk about these seven point favorites, those are the teaser legs. Mm. This is a viable teaser leg Mm. as well. Teasing up Jacksonville through two key numbers. And I would agree with every bit of that. Jacksonville is a team uh, that does have some upward mobility written all over them. Their offense should be much better under Peterson. That is going to be a well-schemed unit for the most part. We could talk about adding wins at the margins and coaching decisions, yeah. which Peterson has not really been great at, but if you're talking about being better in a situation like this on the road, uh, where we already know home fields are really not worth that much, and one of the weaker home fields at that already, uh, I would say yes. I would agree with that assessment. I think Jacksonville has some really nice talent on offense that when schemed up properly, looks really solid. Trevor Lawrence is much better than what he say, looked last I'm year. I'm wiping the slate yeah, with him because exactly. like that was a no-win situation. Absolutely. So I, I agree with you. Like Teasing this up and getting up through those two key numbers and adding a leg, whatever it may be, that is the way I was going to approach this as well, especially since my teaser got knocked out with the Rams yesterday. <laughs> uh, a Jags-Vikings teaser uh, yeah. was, was one that I was going to put together. A fairly low total as well, which is another thing we kind of look for. But, I mean, if you didn't follow this Jag stuff in the offseason, I mean, instant coaching upgrade yep. with Doug Peterson. But then – they bring in Brandon Sheriff on the offensive line. Now, th- this is one of the things that I, I need to preach here to people who want to talk about, like, like y- you conflate a person's talent with the contract that they got. Do I think they paid Christian Kirk too much money? Yes, that does not take away the, from the fact that Christian Kirk has been a productive wide receiver in the NFL. Now, mm-hmm. should he have gotten, you know, astronomical wide receiver one money? That's It's not my money. I don't care. That's not whatever. Like, But I I think this is a nice fit for a guy in Trevor Lawrence to get a guy like Christian Kirk come in. Grant, you know, listen, talk about the contract all you want to. I don't care. Zay Jones, another guy's nice guy. That, again, it's your fourth option anyway. It's not like this nope. guy is like has to go out there and put up wide receiver one or two numbers. He's your fourth option. Yes, did they give him too much money? Maybe, but this like people want to scream about the contracts and stuff, and like make it to where about that where no man, like I'm trying to handicap the talent that's going to be on the field when they walk out there. Like I don't care what he's getting paid. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with every single bit of that. We get that with trades too, right? Like when guys get traded mm-hmm. for a certain amount of stuff, you're like he wasn't worth that, and to a certain extent, the conversation becomes about the package that got him <laughs> as opposed to what he is, yeah. and it kind of conflates it. And so I would completely agree with that sentiment. So yes, I I, I echo all of that with uh, when it comes to Jacksonville in this spot here against Washington like what they did in the draft as well I think Walker and Lloyd two guys on the defensive side of the ball who are going to come in and play for them right off the bat and then you basically are getting did they overdraft him again I'm not here to like talk about when you should or shouldn't have taken someone or or, or whatever but you get a first round second round pick back because Travis Etienne never played it down for them last year and so like you're getting him essentially as well so these are all additions to this team and the biggest addition by subtraction is Urban Meyer getting fired absolutely I mean that speaks to something man there was such a negative situation Mm -hmm. all, all the way around and they were so poorly coached last season too that that's going to make a massive difference for Jacksonville. I agree. I agree. 100, 100, 150% with all this. We talked this game a little bit with Pritch when he was in here and the Browns and the Panthers, but I do want to get your your thoughts on this because, again, 
as we sit right now, there are still conflicting numbers out here on yep. the books. Like there is everything from pick to a point and a half in favor of the Panthers to a point and a half in favor of the Browns. So I mean, like, you can literally do one of those weird things if you wanted to tease both sides of this and get it up to you know through the seven and a half on both sides. Like you know where available, that's one of those things that you could possibly do. But I I look at this game and for me. I don't exactly know what Jacoby Brissett is anymore. And so, like, while I, I have, like, the slightest of slight leans towards the Browns just because I think he can turn around and hand it off a million times in this right. game and and probably squeak out a disgustingly ugly win, which, by the way, if you want to talk about disgusting, like, another, like, a 42 total in this one. It's not 40 and a half like we were talking That's about earlier. That's preseason but, ended already. Yeah, I know. Another 42 total here. I think he could probably do that, but I am not – getting involved from that aspect strictly because, like, I think there's a chance that, you know, like we're talking about, like, what if Baker can channel 2019 Baker and he is – I mean, 2020. He was great in 2020. So, so, I mean, this is a game that is is very, very, very confusing. Yeah, so for me, this is actually two teams that early in the year – it's kind of the inverse of that uh, Mm -hmm. Lions-Eagles game where these are two teams we're actually kind of looking to back in certain instances Mm -hmm. as the year gets started. The Browns, the early portion of their schedule outside of Carolina, a lot of really poor run defenses that I think can set them up really well and a little undervalued because Brissett's their quarterback. The Panthers, a team that is thought very – not very – not thought of highly, Mm -hmm. and yet a quarterback that I think is undervalued, skill positions that I think any team would really kill for, uh, and a defense that is littered with talent – but in this instance, I thought the market was getting a little strong as to the point where I think it got to a size two and a half, right, on mm-hmm. Carolina. And I think that's part of the reason why you've seen this come back here. I think Jacoby Brissett's a guy that can play within structure, where we're talking about a heavy lean on the running attack, play action scheme, mm-hmm. and a lot of plays where this is where you're going with the ball, and if not, it's here. There are right. not many options for you to search for. And I think all those things put together with a defense that is really underrated, by the mm-hmm. way, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. They got studs on all three levels of that defense. For me, I would I found myself, despite my love for the Panthers, if, if you can call it that, yeah. early part of the year, it would be Browns or nothing. For me. Yeah, it was the same. So when this did get up to two and a half, it was just, I was like, look, this has gotten too far. You're going to let me again get up to the eight and a half. Like, I mean, it's just, I, you'll see my final betting card in the final segment here. I went absolutely bonkers this week, and it's kind of an all or nothing strategy that I have with betting anyway. So I'm going to have really awesome weeks. And I'm going to have really terrible weeks. Yeah. And so uh, it's, it, we'll see how it all plays out. But again, same deal with me. When it got up to two and a half, I'm like, okay, this has now gotten out of control. You're going to let me get this thing up to eight and a half in a game that's got a 42 total with something that I think that, again, could be just chub hunt, chub hunt, chub hunt the whole, you know, basically right. the whole way down the field with a little bubble screen to Mark Cooper every now and then, you know? So that's kind of how I went about that one. Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. This thing has come off the eight. It has come off the seven and a half. It is all the way down to seven at the majority of rest of country books. FanDuel still sitting at seven and a half, but DraftKings, MGM, PointsBet all sitting at seven. Uh, 45 and a half, 46 is your total here. I'm in the tank for the Colts to win that division. Everyone knows if you've been listening to anything we've been doing here over the last couple of weeks. That's my kind of stance on this. I think the Texans are going to be annoying, basically, yep. to a lot of teams, but be not one that I'm going. Yeah, like not one that I think I'm jumping up and down to back a ton. But uh, I didn't want to come in t- backing the Colts basically at this touchdown here. Again, same deal. I brought them down, and that's kind of how I went. About yeah, it. I would agree with that. Uh, I know those like you love trends, so I'll mm-hmm. give you that. Uh, the Colts since 2013, they have not won a season opener. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they're one and seven against the spread. And I think more under Reich kind of speaks to a slow start. They've done that year in and year out. Uh, I don't really think that does a lot here. I'm with you. I think it teases down or nothing. But I think, put it this way, the Colts, if you look at their schedule, sneaky outside for, uh, outside shot for a top seed in the AFC. Yeah. I don't know how good they'll be, but they'll win a yeah. lot of games. Yeah, and I think Matt Ryan is, is definitely an upgrade at the quarterback yep. position. A lot of people thought he was washed, but really he just had no talent around him. We're going to look at survivor picks. We're going to look at contest picks as well when we come back here on Final Countdown. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN hosts and guests 24 7 video. Season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every single game all season long pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game sign up for a discounted rate of 175 bucks over at Vison. you get everything we get for Vison pro through the super bowl or save 50 percent off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long that's the only two ways to go don't do that whole 40 40 a month thing either all or nothing here that's what we do Vison.com slash subscribe for your options to become part of the sports betting network, as always, drink Look, there's a football. It's a little yes. message. Yes. Bet on football. Let's do this. Uh, all right. So I'm going to do one more game here, and then we're going to get to kind of our contest lines and kind of our contest thoughts, at least, with everything and possibly what we want to do from a what we want to do from a survivor standpoint as well. But this is another game that, at least to me, is fairly interesting because of what we've started to kind of get here. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on the Giants and Titans. That's another one of those games, dead number, dead to- like hasn't moved. Nobody has a, a strong opinion. It seems one way or the other. But this Nobody? Pa- you do? No. I'm just oh, it's like, oh, man, is this in your account? <laughs> like, I feel like there's somebody out there probably. Uh, Packers and Vikings. Going and what we've seen now is this has come down. It was Vikings pretty much across the board as two about, a, about, mm. about three days ago. It fell to a point and a half. Now we're looking at a point at DraftKings, a point at a couple of other of the books out there. You can still find one and a half if you're looking for that as well. 46 and a half, 47 is your total. I listen, I'm big Vikings guy this year. I think the Vikings win that division. I have the Vikings as one of the teams that maybe could even be a sleeper in the NFC side of things from a Super Bowl perspective. Packers go on the road here against this Viking squad that is, again, we talked about an instant upgrade when we were mm-hmm. talking about the coaching change in Jacksonville. Instant upgrade coaching change here, in my opinion, for this Vikings team that had Zimmer who wanted to sit on leads and take the air out of the ball, which, as we know, in 2022 or 2021 at the time that he was doing this last year, doesn't work in today's NFL. Pass, people can pass very fast and catch up, and your lead goes away. So you just can't Did you do know that. that the Bills lost in 13 seconds to the Kansas City Chiefs last year? <laughs> I mean, seriously. And so we look at this, and I think this is an instant instant upgrade with guys coming over from the Rams, utilizing these these wide receivers that are, in my opinion, really, really good for this Viking squad. And, and John, I guess people, I don't, I'm not going to say this line's disrespectful because there's still talent for sure on this Packers team, but you lose Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. He had 169 targets last year, and he missed a game. So, I mean, like, this is but a they're replacing him with top-tier talent. <laughs> this is a 180-target guy yeah. that has gone out of town. And 
Alan Lazard was supposed to be the replacement. Alan Lazard's not going to play. Right. So it's going to be two rookies and two guys that are complete dust at this point Sam, in their career. Sammy Watkins good for yeah. like a good week two. Yeah, yeah. and Randall Cobb. Like yep. it's two guys that are dust and two rookies that are going to be rolling out there in week one with Aaron Rodgers. Now, will he figure this out maybe long term? Probably so. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen of all time. But like to think that this is just going to completely spin like a top here in week one, I think it's just being completely crazy. Am I wrong? Uh, no. Uh, again, <laughs> preaching to the choir. I really like this Vikings team yeah. a lot. In our NFL guide, we had to make all of our selections. You say Vikings sleeper. I say Vikings NFC champ. That's what I picked in the guide. Uh, I really believe that. Uh, no, I think this team's really undervalued coming in. And they're on a teaser leg. It took a small piece of them, a plus 105 on the money line to win this game, too. I think everything you're saying is accurate. This offense is going to look much different for Minnesota. It's going to be more spread out. It is going to be more dynamic. And last year, Kirk Cousins, again, you strip away the names, Matt, and I give you the statistical profile of Kirk Cousins, you're like, that guy's got, you know, top yeah. five quarterback potential, and he was last year. And then you look at the weapons around them with Jefferson and the scheme like this, all of these things, and in this scheme too, by the way, because we always forget about the running game, Davin Cook fits wonderfully mm -hmm. in this scheme. So I think when you put all this stuff together, the, the strength of the Packers at the early part of the year is going to be their defense, and they're very, very good. But you mentioned the fact that Lazard's not going to be there, this turnover in this wide receiver room, how good this offense could be for Minnesota, I, I do think that they're being a little undervalued here. Yeah, I, I, I like them – I like them with the point and a half. I like them on the money line. I like them in any, if you can find this point and a half still out there. If you want to put them in basically every single teaser leg that you right. play, that you play, I'm I'm completely behind that as well. I I think that this is an outright win I mean, for this not, Vikings. Team. It's not a shocking thing to say. I would not be surprised if you see them go off as like a one one and a half point yeah. favorite by the time we get to. Sunday. By the time it's all said and done, like you said, like people are going to go. Dwayne Adams got traded. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know, like there's going to be at least ten. There's going to be like ten percent of the people who don't even know that's going on. So if you don't play, <laughs> say Adams yeah, if you don't play in any of these contests, I mean, listen, DraftKings has a contest. By the way, you can get in on that. They have a survivor pool as well over on DraftKings for you people rest of country. If you did fly out to Vegas and enter either the Circa Million or the Westgate Super Contest or the Survivor Contest, like they're all basically. The same, there's a little bit of a caveat for the Circa Million, which I don't necessarily like all that much, where they make Thanksgiving and Christmas its own week, which Correct. I think takes a little bit of the skill out of all of this because the whole thing is trying to map out and plan and do whatever right. and, like, pick the best, you know, each week. And then it's like, no, no, you have to play one of these three games. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that takes a little bit out Agreed, of this yep. to me. But um, so there is that caveat. That's not the same over on drafting if you want to play in theirs. And, again, like, there's – Big money. It's like a $250 buy-in with a million up top in that one. They also have a $100 buy-in survivor contest, I think, with a million up top. So you can get in for much, much cheaper than even these contests out here. So there's also fixed lines in these contests out here that we have to play with. It's a little bit different on DraftKings. You can come in and bet anytime you want to throughout the course of the week, and so you can take advantage of either getting ahead of a line or waiting for a line to move and different things like that. So you you are you do have those advantages. So on the circus side of things, John, I mean, listen, I, I don't think we see anything that looks like a stale line really at this point because we haven't seen any massive line movements kind of come through. Yeah. I don't know if anything jumped off the page to you as opposed I, as, you know, I know you're playing the, the Westgate side and I was looking at those lines. They're, and pretty, they're, similar, they're yeah. pretty similar. You start to see the differences as the weeks go along. Like yeah. these are like you talked about, we've been talking about these for forever. Uh, these lines aren't really going to move too much. So this is pretty much what you're going to get for week one is static lines across the board for contests. I'll say this. I mean, if you're, for example, looking at that Ravens Jets game, like that's six and a half at a lot of spots. It's seven in a contest. So you take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. Because uh, that's like right around that key number. Uh, like Giants, Titans, that's a dead number really for the most part. But like five and a half are out there. It's six in the Circa Millions. Uh, let's see. And it is five and a half in the Westgate Super Contest. 
Uh, those are like some small differences, but for the most part, you're sitting at like market consensus for every single one of these games, I would say, except for two. Yeah. Have you decided to, have you, have you started to kind of narrow down which direction you're going to head? I'm not going to say it. I want to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah Cause competition matters so much. So I've locked in, I think three, and mm-hmm. then I've, I don't know what I'm going to do with the other two. The locked in selections for me are going to be the Raiders catching three and a half mm-hmm. uh, against the Los Angeles chargers. The, um, Oh, wow, I'm blanking. I have this. Oh, yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a bet I've actually made. I don't know how mm-hmm. I blanked on that one. Uh, laying underneath that three, two and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and after that, the Vikings plus one and a half. Those yeah. are the three that I have locked into. And the two that I am debating, um, Jets are in contention for one of the two picks there. The Browns, a plus one and a half, are in contention for one of the two picks there. The Jags are in contention for one of the two picks there. Those are the three that are kind of on the short list, uh, as well as the Giants potentially plus five and a half. And I I think, you know, it's important if you've never played one of these contests before and if if this is something that's new to you, you don't necessarily have to be simpatico with your actual bets for the week, right? Right, I mean, like, there is... There is game strategy involved in this. There is game theory involved in all this. And if there is a game that you are kind of on the fence about that you think the general consensus is really, really leaning one way, you can kind of go against, even though you don't have a ton of conviction in that game, you can play that game on the other side. Because again, if it goes, if it goes against the the, the masses, then that, uh, that helps you out along the way right. as well. So there is some of this where I know a lot of people are kind of like, well, I don't want to bet that game. You don't, it, it doesn't have to like line up like every single Oh yeah. Game. Like yeah. I think that Ravens jets game is a really good example yeah. of that. Right. I, I would dare say that once the numbers come out in terms of selections, the Ravens will be near the top of the list yeah. in terms of selections, both survivor and from a, a contest standpoint, minus seven. Um, so that's part of the thinking too, is uh, along those lines. I yeah. actually genuinely do think the Jets are pretty live there and I'll probably be on the, the side that does not have as much support as the consensus. Yeah. And, and then from a, from a survivor standpoint, again, like there is a strategy that goes in with that because I understand like if you, if you're doing this because you're looking for, Hey, I want to sweat like each week and I, you know, I'm, I'm looking to have some fun for as long as I can make it last. I understand taking one of these super, super heavy favorites this week and not really worrying about looking at, oh, well, I could use them maybe more strategically in week seven or eight or something like that. Because a lot of people are just looking for the instant gratification. Hey, I move into week two. I'll yeah. worry about week two when week two gets here. I'll move from week two to week three. I'll worry about week four, you know, a little bit later. I get all of that. I mean, I think from our standpoint, if we do want to try to point out at least the the popular teams and why we would or wouldn't play them, I mean, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Denver, San Francisco, all going to be super popular this week when it comes to to a survivor play. For me, the reason I'm not playing any of those is I do see future value in the majority of those teams. And so I'm kind of sitting back and, and not playing those this week. But again, I don't I don't fault anybody if they did want to come in and play any of Yeah, those. I mean, look, to be honest with you, some of these money level prices are pretty high, like mm-hmm. the Indianapolis Colts minus 345. We're still talking about games that are only seven points. Like, it's not like yeah. the most... It is not the most, it's not the biggest lock, I would say, as people expect them to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm going to be on the Saints. I'm playing both entries on the yep. Saints this week. I don't see a ton of future value with the Saints team as well. They do play Atlanta late in the season, but I'm worried, kind of like you said, what if Atlanta figures something out? Yep. Like, and so, like, I, I don't I don't think that's a slam dunk there in week 15 for this Saints team. So, look, I might go out in week one yet again. We'll wrap things up on the other side.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new ball game, as always, drink responsibly. So, I can tell you this in the uh, Allen Robinson is 0 1 on his reception and receiving yard props when I give that play out on a Thursday on on Final Countdown. Okay. Pro tip. Got it. I like Pro it. Pro tip. Yeah. So, so fade Matt when he yes. gives out Allen Robinson on a Thursday. props on a Thursday. Yeah, on this. Yes. So, Wait, no, here's my question. Oh, is it when you give it out on a Thursday, does he have to be playing on a Thursday? Oh, or is it just if you give it out mm, on Thursday? I don't know. Both are true as of today. Yeah, I don't right. know, like, whatever. Both, so maybe maybe right. it can be two different we'll trends. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Pro tip. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Arizona Cardinals. Right now, <laughs> the Chiefs are five and a half to six-point favorites. The Cardinals 
are uh, in a whole heap of trouble when it comes yeah. to an injury situation here. I came in, wasn't planning on playing the Chiefs, ended up playing the Chiefs at five and a half when it was still available. Again, wasn't planning on it, but dude, there's like nobody out here. But Rondell Moore now officially out for them as well. We know DeAndre Hopkins is not going to play the first six games of the year. <laughs> Rodney Hudson battling an injury for them on the offensive line. Pugh is battling an injury for them on the offensive line. J.J. Watt hasn't practiced in three weeks for this team because of COVID and a calf injury. Like, it is the walking wounded here for this Cardinals squad, and I understand. I'm not as high on the Chiefs. Anyone that's been watching knows I'm like not super high on this Chiefs team. I actually do think they take a step back this year. But one thing I do know, Patrick Mahomes is going to walk out on that field, and Travis Kelsey's going to walk out on that field, and they are they are by far the healthier squad. So yeah. I will go ahead and assume that they're going to get it done. Yeah, I would say, I would say that too. And the other thing that really intrigues me here. So first off, it's like the Cardinals a couple of weeks ago trade for Trayvon Mullins because they're just desperate and yeah. at corner. Um, so their cornerback room is extremely weak. They were a bottom half of the league run defense a season ago. He's out as well. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So, and he just a, got ruled out as exactly. well. Exactly. That's yes. a good point. So, like, when you look at this, this is kind of a really just beat-up team. It's somewhat thin as you come in, especially mm -hmm. defensively. And this is already a team that was weak along the perimeter, below-average team in terms of the run defense from a season ago. And the Chiefs did show – I don't know how much of this is going to be legitimate as they come yeah. forward into the regular season. There was more fullbacks out on the field for snaps for the Kansas City Chiefs as they came into this year. Their offensive line is a real strength. I feel like they'll be able to run the ball. And we talk about the weakness of that cornerback room. You know, the, the thing with the Chiefs and what they did with their changes, they just went with – Veterans who you kind of know. Yeah. You know what they are. But they are still solid veteran wide receivers that against a weak cornerback room like the Cardinals have could have some success here. So I would agree with all everything you're yeah. talking about. And I, I agree with the line move on the way or excuse me, on the way toward the touchdown. Yep. And again, as you could just not emphasize this enough, as people start to join in on football season, you know, home field is not worth that much. So when you see six on the road, it's more like four and a half on a neutral mm -hmm. uh, between these two teams. And that seems like a fair price in my mind. Yeah. I mean, look, Zach Ertz is questionable for this team. I mean, like there's just, there's just a ton of stuff for this Cardinals heading into week one that is going against them. So again, I'm not the biggest chiefs guy here, but look, I know what you're going to get with them. You're going to get a bunch of underneath stuff. They practiced apparently all season, all off season long. It's like, Hey, if everyone wants to take a, take a, take away this over the top stuff, which again, they draft sky more. He's supposed to be the over the top guy or whatever. So if they want to do that, we'll dink and dunk down the field. If that's what we have to do. We saw Josh Allen do it last night. That's what they gave him. And so he did it. And yeah. like, he just dinked and dunked down the field and was successful. I think Patrick Mahomes, especially with Kelsey out there with some of these veteran guys, like you're saying, I mean, like Juju knows how to go find a spot in a, right. you know, it, like he can just, I'm not, it, Juju's not Juju anymore. Most likely, but like Juju knows how to go find a spot on the field. And like Patrick Mahomes hit him in the chest. I just wanted to say Juju one more time. Yeah. So uh, by the way, I missed, uh, I misspoke on my number. They're not mm -hmm. four and a half on a neutral. be seven and a half on a neutral. Just to yeah. put that out there. Uh, Raiders and the Chargers right now. Chargers are three and a half point home favorites in this one over the Raiders. 52 and a half is the total. This one was sitting three for a long time and then finally went ahead and it broke and yep. has, has gone to three and a half across the country. One of the higher totals of the week as well. I kind of get it. JC Jackson not going to be out there for the Chargers. And that was a big offseason move for them. A big acquisition for this team. I do look at what they did on the defensive side, and I think this Charger defense is going to be much, much improved, mainly from the run aspect, right? I mean, that's the thing that I was most impressed about whenever they went out in the offseason and they decided that they were going to fix the defensive side of the ball. They went to the middle and the interior with Jackson, Sebastian, Joseph Day, added to that run defense first, and that was like, okay, I like what they did. Right so it's there. interesting you say that because I was actually talking about this the other day. His PFF numbers actually aren't that great. They're, mm -hmm. they're really average to below average, yeah. so I do wonder how much that does help them. And here's my thing, Matt, too, is let's say he makes them better. You're talking about a team that in a lot of metrics was 32nd. 
So how yep. much better does he make them in the grand scheme of things? But for, for this game, it's a few things that I look at here. First off, you mentioned one of the key points. J.C. Jackson's not going to play. This is a number that we're talking about through three and a half on what is largely a neutral field. And you can mm. make an argument, skews right. heavier to the Raiders, that you're talking about a key number of three and a half in favor of the underdog. But I think when I look at a number like this between these two teams, I see a number that says the Chargers have upgraded, but one of those upgrades aren't playing for them in this yep. game. On top of it, when you look at some of the weaknesses the Chargers could potentially have, again, up front, yes, they could be better. How much better? against a coach that is very game plan heavy. So he's going to come into this looking to exploit weaknesses. They're going to go after those. That's what McDaniels does. And I think that works into their favor. And the other, the flip side too is we, we've made so much in the offseason. I thought the guys at Pro Football Focus made a really great point on their podcast. I think it was Sam Monson, where we've talked about this offensive line, ad nauseum with the, the, the Raiders. But their offensive line was relatively poor a season ago as well, mm. where you could actually make the argument, look around, at the very worst, it's the same offensive line from last year that got them to 10-7 and seven and into the playoffs. I just think when you look at this overall, this to me, the Raiders, it's not being considered how good this offense can be. And you're talking about three and a half on what, again, could be a neutral field at the worst. I took a key number and a hook. Yeah, I made some bets just – a long time ago based off of what I thought information was going to be and all that, yeah. you know, like I, it paid off for me with this bills. I, I took the flat three with the chargers, you know, a month ago or whatever, thinking JC Jackson was going to be back. The, the, the early reports were that he was ahead of schedule. He was going to be back out there. And I'm like, okay, well that's a, that's a pretty big deal to have him out there and trying to, trying to deal with all these receivers. But I don't love the ticket at this point. And you know, again, it's pretty interesting it, that he gets ruled out and it goes through yeah, three and a half. Yeah. And I was talking about not, not, uh, not Sebastian just today. I was talking about Austin Johnson that they mm -hmm. picked up on the defensive tackle. I mean, he actually was sixth in the, in the NFL and run, stop, win rate, run, stop, win rate mm -hmm. uh, last season. So I think that they did at least do something on that interior to, to try to plug what I've, it was feels a huge, huge gap for them. But like I said, I'm not in love with the ticket now. I just I I did it based off of information that he was going to be back and healthy, and he's not. And so you know, we have a lot of time to bet these games leading into week one. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I'm no, I don't think the ticket's dead, but I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm not in love with it. I'll just put it that way. Not in love with it anymore. I wouldn't run to the window and make it. Uh, one more game before we get to our plays of the week, and this is the Bucks and the Cowboys. We'll talk about Monday on Monday whenever we're in here, that Broncos-Seahawks game. That sits at six and a half right now in favor of the Broncos. But uh, Bucks and the Cowboys, Bucks are two and a half point favorites here over the Cowboys who – they're downplaying this deal with Dak, getting being limited in practice yeah. for the his cleats bothered him, I guess, or something. Uh, sure, and we know that Washington's not going to be out there. We know that Gallup's not going to be out there, so it's going to be Ceedee Lamb and a couple of nobodies that he's going to be throwing to. I imagine it's going to be a super, super run heavy approach, trying to play keep away from the Bucks. I am going to play the under in this game. It's not in my account yet, but I'm going to play the under in this game when it inevitably gets bet up to 51 and a half because everybody in these island games plays overs. And so the public will inevitably bet this thing up to like 51, 51 and a half. So when that happens, I'm going to come in on the under. I know you like the Bucks side. Yeah, I laid two of the Bucks earlier in the week. Like It's just everything you mentioned with the Cowboys. There are absences for both of these teams. But when you look at the Buccaneers, I think you can kind of offset your issues. Yeah. There's no dominant interior presence along that defensive line for the Dallas Cowboys that can exploit some of the weaknesses you're going to have up the middle. When you talk about the Cowboys' absences along an offensive line, that, that's really bad. You mentioned the fact that the wide receiver core has been kind of ravaged here at this point in terms mm -hmm. of injury. They're really, really thin, and the Dak Prescott injury. On top of that, when you look at what Tom Brady's going to have to face, he's really he, – we know the Tom Brady's strength, too. He can maximize his offensive line. So if there's going to be an issue there, ball's going to be out quick, the scheme's going to change, this offense is going to change. And I'd also say this from a secondary standpoint, we know that Trayvon Diggs last year was one of the leaders in terms of interceptions. He was incredible. 
But he also gave up over 1,000 receiving yards, and I think there's a little bit of a weakness on the back end oh, here yeah. overall. I think this sets up for underneath that field goal when you're talking about two, two and a half. I laid it with the Bucs. And especially getting this really good Godwin news, it looks like yep. Godwin is probably going to go at this point, and I think that is a huge deal for this Bucs squad. I know, by the way, too, I know that Fournette's a little banged up, but I think Rashad White, I think the world of Rashad White, too, the rookie running back. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot that they can offset the Buccaneers with some of their issues. Quick little pro tip, and this was something we talked about last segment. Listen, we talked your contest plays don't necessarily have to align with your best for the week. There is strategy that goes involved with playing these contests. There are ways that you can be, you know, contrarian to the field and what things are going on and, and you kind of get a read on how the public is going to go with some of this and how your your peers are going to go. And there is a strategy involved in kind of playing the opposite way in these contests because, again, you're trying to get to the top of the leaderboard, John, and you need to be different from everybody else a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, and I would say, too, being on the opposite side of the consensus, it's magnified as you get deeper into the contest mm-hmm. and you get harder they're up uh, the leaderboard, but it's always something to consider as you move along through these contests. As we take a look here, guys, we do have, uh, you know, we do have our plays that we're looking at this week. I have a ton of different teasers, all those different teaser legs that we talked about that I really do like this week. I like the Niners. I like the Ravens. I like the Vikings. I like all those. If you wanted to mix and match any of those, I think it is a perfectly fine yep. scenario. All those agree with it. Uh, also threw in, uh, we haven't talked about it, but uh, Stanford plus nine and a half earlier in the week, seven and eight and a half. So it's a good weekend, man. It's going to be fun. Thanks for being here, buddy. Week one of the NFL will be back. Good luck on all your bets here in week one. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.